mud. Download your iHeartRadio app and turn up News Radio 610 WIOD. Working on lockstep to further deter Russian aggression in Europe and to address the challenges posed by China and promote stability in the Western Balkans. Why do I get the feeling that the Frenchy French Emmanuel Macron is now a stronger leader? You notice how Biden's been involved and nothing seemed to be happening, and then all of a sudden you got uh, you got Macron involved, and it, it seems like there's some substance that came out of yesterday. Not to mention in the meeting yesterday, Biden and Germany's new chancellor, who is even weaker than than Biden appears to be, totally beholden to Russia. Nothing good came out of that because remember uh, Germany. They went ahead and let go of all their nuclear energy and are taking Russian Russian oil in the name of environmentalism, no less, which makes perfect sense. So anyway, yeah, there's a lot in the world that doesn't make sense, including what's going on with the Olympic Games. And, uh, well, one of our congressmen here in our, our state has been working on trying to do something about it. Pretty, um, pretty impressive work by Congressman Michael Waltz. How are you doing, sir? Hey, doing fine, fighting a good fight in the swamp. Yeah, sure enough, you are, and you're also fighting a fight right now against NBC. So recently, you put together an ad called the Genocide Games that you were getting ready to air inside the Olympics, but you were blocked by NBC. Tell us about this. Yeah, actually, I put together the ad with uh, NBA basketball player Inez Cantor Freedom, uh, who changed his name when he became a U.S. citizen to Mr. Freedom, which I love. And uh, look, we're calling out NBC and we're calling out these woke American corporations uh, that want to preach social justice, you know, and boycott baseball in Georgia. Uh, but then when it comes to millions of, uh, of people conducting slave labor, being tortured, mass rape campaigns uh, in China, much less unleashing COVID on the world, all of these corporations, Coca-Cola, Intel, uh, Airbnb, uh, visa, you know, suddenly they're mute and silent. So our ad called that out, and we want to point that out. Uh, and NBC came back at the last moment and said, well, we'll run the ad, but you need to take all that down. So it was a non-rejection rejection. Uh, and at the end of the day, NBC has become a spokesman and shill for, for the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, and all of these companies, look, I mean, China has a massive military buildup. They unleash COVID on the world. They're they're grossly uh, abusing uh, their own people. Uh, they're talking about replacing the United States, the global leader, and it's all being funded by these corporations. And so the message of our ad was, let's defund dictators, not the police. Uh, and to the American people, when you see Made in China, put it down. Amen, brother. And I'll tell you, that's what I do every single time. Check every label anytime my wife and I buy anything. And if we see that China label, it goes back. And it needs to happen. That's it shows great. the difference between where we were in World War II and, and where we are today uh, in, in terms of corporate America and, and what sellouts they all are. I mean, it's long been evident what goes yep. on with the NBA and, and woke hypocrites like LeBron James. But to your point, uh, Michael, it goes much deeper. You're talking about, you know, Atlanta, Coca-Cola, which is, uh, you know, in with, with all feet, one of the single biggest sponsors over there. 
And and yet, yeah, to your point, they're behind, they were behind the boycott of the All-Star Game in Atlanta last year, which Major League yep. Baseball ended up knee-jerk reacting to. I mean, the hypocrisy really couldn't be any greater. Well, listen, Coca-Cola gets its sugar from Western China that's literally being harvested with modern-day slavery. The cotton that goes into Nike's shoes uh, and apparel is being harvested from cotton fields with modern-day slavery, these people with shaved heads at the end of a barrel uh, that, that are coming out of concentration camps. Uh, it's disgusting. We're going to keep calling it out. Uh, but at the same time, right, this isn't just a human's right, human rights issue. China now controls 90% of our pharmaceuticals, 90% of our computer chips, 90% of our uh, rare earth minerals uh, that, that make our modern economy go, and they're actively threatening to cut all of that off if we don't see the world the way they do. So it's not just a human rights issue, the made in America. It's, it's obviously a jobs issue, but it's a national security issue. Well, and, and obviously when it comes to national security, you know a, a thing or many about that. And uh, I've been real concerned, specific of China, what happens once the games are done. I mean, we saw the level of provocation against Taiwan ramping up, leading up to the uh, couple weeks before the Olympics. What What's going to happen in, in 13 days? Well, I think you're going to continue to see that kind of uh, intimidation of Taiwan and and here's why Taiwan should matter uh, to the American people. If China takes Taiwan, they'll call it reunifying. But if they take Taiwan, they then control all of the sea lanes and trade into South Korea, into Japan, into Australia, into the Philippines. They will essentially control 50% of the world's GDP and trade uh, it, because of where Taiwan's located geographically. That's why it should matter to us uh, in terms of what's going to happen in the near term you know, Z gets, and I put air quotes on this, reelected by the Communist Party uh, this November, and he will essentially then be kind of the dictator for life. Uh, so I, I don't think you'll see any action until then. But between November of this year and November of 2024, when he thinks Biden may be out of office, uh, we're in a really dangerous period because Putin, Z, the Ayatollahs in Iran, they all smell weakness in this White House and they see opportunity. Congressman, what's your read on Russia right now? Well, I think I think Putin goes in. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of how big uh, and how far and when. Uh, obviously, the Olympic Games are going on. We just saw Putin and Xi standing side by side, and the, the message they were intending to clear to send was clear, that there's a new world order and a new sheriff in town, and it's not led by the United States of America. Uh, uh, you know, dictators love the Olympics. That's one of the reasons, aside from the safety of our athletes, and, uh, that, I, that I called for a full boycott. I think he goes uh, right towards the end of the, uh, of the Beijing Games uh, while the ground is hard uh, and he has a window of opportunity. Uh, but again, it's, it's how far does he go? Is it a full invasion all the way to the Polish border? Is it a partial? Uh, is it mixed with cyber? Uh, attacks, cutting off their electricity, cutting off their water. But at the end of the day, this is why Americans should care. Uh, Putin is looking to recreate the old Soviet Union. He's long stated his need to do that. I don't think it rises to the level of putting American boots on the ground, but it does rise to the level of we could be doing a lot more to provide more lethal aid, help the Ukrainians fight for themselves, and sanctions should have already been in place a month ago. Make Putin feel the pain now and then pull that back if he de-escalates. That's how leverage works. But I got to tell you, nobody in this White House uh, understands uh, how these autocrats and how these dictators think. Uh, they, they, they see opportunity and weakness.
Congressman, my my big concern is we know that uh, the new axis is China, is Russia, is Iran, who recently, going back about a month ago, attacked our embassy in Baghdad, just didn't really get reported on. Uh, It's North Mm -hmm. Korea, it's Cuba, it's Venezuela, so it's all these actors. What's the risk that they all provocate at the same time and create chaos around the world? Well, they all provocated the same time, you know, when Obama Biden was in the White House, right? I mean, that's when we got Benghazi. Uh, we, you know, we had the disastrous Bergdahl trade. Uh, we, we had the Iran deal. China took, you know, basically invaded the South China Sea, uh, and established fortified islands. That's when Putin, uh, invaded Ukraine last time, by the way, just a few days after the Sochi Olympics. Uh, so we've seen this before because you have a White House and the team around Biden was the same one that was around Obama that believes America is just as much a part of the problem uh, as it is the solution in the world. Uh, they want to apologize first. Uh, and if they can only just make enough concessions, then everybody will be nice back to us. Uh, and it, it's exactly the wrong approach. So, I, you know, I don't know. We, I, <laughs> <laughs> this has only been one year. And oh, by the way, I haven't even mentioned the Taliban caliphate uh, and the axis of terrorism between uh, Hamas, Iran, and, uh, and and the Taliban in Pakistan. And just a year ago, we had the Abraham Accords, right? So yeah. I, 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 I'm really worried about what we, how, if we're going to make it and what the world's going to look like in another three years. We can't get to 2024 fast enough. Boy, isn't that the truth? May God bless you. For shining light in all this and for fighting the fight, it is it is truly appreciated. Yes, sir. Uh, it's it's for our kids and grandkids. I don't want them uh, growing up in a country led by democratic socialists or a world led by Chinese communists. So we'll fight that fight. Amen. Florida Congressman, retired Green Beret Colonel Michael Waltz, and we'll be right back here at the Brian Mudd Show. He's ready to go six ten WIOD.